0: All right, welcome to the Connect Raleigh podcast. I am excited you are here with us today. On today's episode, like probably most episodes, we're gonna talk about everything and we're gonna talk about nothing all at the same time. And today, we definitely did that with my guest, Morgan Getchy. Morgan and I had a conversation where I think we might have touched on every single business that exists in the Raleigh area. And so I listed them all out in the show notes. Make sure you go out and check out some of these fantastic places that uh, Morgan likes to frequent, some of her favorite spots. And I hope you enjoy this little intro to her. You get to learn a little bit more about her and who she is and what she does. And she is a video production entrepreneur and she is a digital marketing content creator. So she helps businesses, mostly small businesses and startup with video production and content creation she's got a blog she's got her company website um, she's all over social media and i've got all of her links listed in the show notes so you can check them out but we're really gonna dive into a whole lot here today it's been a fun conversation um, you also get a chance to meet my dog gaia as she barks pretty much nonstop throughout the episode so if you speak dog, please let me know what she's saying. Otherwise, I hope it's not too distracting. And I really hope you enjoy the episode. And we'll see you on the other side of it. Morgan, good to see you. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm good. We're going to jump right in, and my dog's just going to be talking to us the whole time.
1: Right. <laughs> It's it. the way it
0: goes. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. So, um, <laughs> thanks for having a conversation with me on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm honestly honored and I'm really excited. So,
0: well, I'm the honored one. I'm the excited one. So, thank you for <laughs> doing it. I, uh, um, you know, in my prep, I'll tell you, I spent some time doing some deep digging and some deep research to make sure I really got all the goods on you. Oh, great. And uh, the number one <laughs> thing was I needed to make sure I pronounced your last name correctly.
1: I, okay, so I'm gonna I, give it
0: a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay. Is it catchy? Yes. I got it?
1: Yes. That's great. You must have done some really good research.
0: <laughs> I went deep. I dug deep. That's what I do here on the Connect Rally podcast.
1: <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the only person that's ever pronounced my last name correctly was my fifth grade math teacher. So
0: really, so yeah. I'm in some a good company there.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: what's the background of your last name what's where's it from
1: yeah it's german german yeah a lot of people think it's um italian but it's german
0: yeah i could see that okay (laughs) all right well gates Uh, that's i think that's the only german i know i think that's uh (laughs) possibly or what kind of beard you have i'm not i'm not quite sure what that one is but uh thanks for having a conversation with me i want to share um you know uh Everything about you, everything about your business—I I've, I've just love our connections over, that we've had recently, and I want to share it with the with the Raleigh community and um, just have a little conversation, see where it goes. So, do me a favor, t- tell us a little bit of background about where you're from. How about we start there?
1: That sounds great. So, I grew up in Wendell, North Carolina. So what? Yeah, you did not. So I did. I did. I'm going to so interrupt like-
0: right away because I am recording live from Wendell right now. That's, that's yeah. Crazy.
1: that's honestly, Wendell has grown so much over the last, I don't even know, five, 10 years. Like it blows my mind, but that's where I grew up. So, um, was born in Virginia beach. My family moved to Wendell when I was like four years old. And so, you know, that's where I grew up kind of like a smaller town. And now it's like growing so fast. It absolutely blows my mind. It's crazy.
0: I agree. It's, um, we've been out in Wendell for about four years now. Nice. and it has been um, just in the last four years has been growing so I can't even imagine what's been like the last 20 years you know oh gosh
1: yeah it's it's wild just to see the growth because there was like especially in high school like middle school high school there wasn't really there wasn't really a lot going on and now it's like we have the coffee shop in downtown Wendell and I think that opened a brewery and you know things are definitely starting to build up and then the real estate as I'm sure you know is just crazy out there so yeah the uh <laughs>
0: what's it called the bearded bee is the new brewing yes. place in Wendell yes. um been one time loved it it was great coffee shop there's a couple of them now there's mm-hmm. a lot going on out here we're uh when it was funny when we when we moved out here it was recommended by a friend of mine that we should take a look at it because we were looking at planned communities we've got young kids we were looking to, for all the stuff that comes along with that and someone said go look and go look in Wendell there's a new community out there and I was like, okay, let's go. And I'd never been here before. I don't even know if I'd ever left inside the Beltline Raleigh in probably wow. about eight years. And uh, we drove and we drove right past Wendell and we ended up in Zebulon. And I was like, yep. I thought it was around here somewhere.
1: Yeah. And we came back
0: <laughs> and we fell in love. <laughs> we That's finally awesome. found it and we fell in love.
1: Yeah, it's honestly like, especially because Raleigh is growing so much. I think Wendell is kind of a nice break from things being so busy and it's just beautiful out there. So definitely a good choice.
0: Yeah, Agreed. Okay. So from, from Wendell and then um, grew up around here, stayed here, went to NC State, right?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm a, I'm honestly one of, in my opinion, I'm one of the biggest NC State fans, big, big fan. Um, Went to NC State for undergrad and then ended up going back for grad school. Um, So I bleed red. So just putting that out there.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't want to, you know, I I was going to say, I don't want to embarrass you, but I don't know how this could be embarrassing by any means, but (laughs) I think you have to be the number one biggest fan. If you're also like the number one student, aren't you like the number one student in the whole world?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you really did your research. Um, Valedictorian, right? Yes. Yes. So I was valedictorian um, in undergrad. So I don't know. I've just always been really competitive when it comes to school. So (laughs) clearly, it's, it's just a thing. So when I was in high school, I was on track to be uh, the valedictorian and then I got like bumped down and then and like you totally, never let
0: it go <laughs>
1: no it totally hurt my ego so um so it ended up working out for me um an undergrad at NC State was valedictorian um and that was just awesome just such a great experience so uh yeah you definitely did your homework
0: <laughs> so you, yeah you gotta be the top uh, Wolfpack fan if you're the top top student And there's like what eight million kids that go to school there. So one number one out of eight million—that's that's that's impressive.
1: Well, you know, I would love to take that credit, but um, what they do is um, there's—I want to say they pick the valedictorian from every college. So it's like the person Uh, with the highest GPA from every college. So, um, so when I clearly
0: I wasn't that person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I mean, honestly, I feel like lucky that that was the case, but. I mean, it's just a GPA. That's kind of how I see it looking back. So, yeah. How did
0: you like going to school at State and growing up so close to here? Like, what was that like, you know, being from the area, staying here for college?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It was interesting because when I got to NC State, it kind of, I mean, I grew up in a small town, you know, and I went to college kind of close to home. So when I got to NC State, it was so cool because there were so many people that were not from the area. So when I told people that I lived like 20, 25 minutes away, people were like, whoa, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I I actually really liked it. I think it's, um, I want to say like the thing that I like about NC State is that it's just like the close community ties. Um, I just love what NC State does for the community from so many different levels, you know, whether it be agriculture or entrepreneurship, like NC State is so embedded in the community. And I love that. Um, And that's also been something that has been really important for me is to try to find ways to give back. And so um, I would say when I graduated from undergrad, I kind of did a series of like projects where I was just trying to find different ways to kind of give back. Um, I was trying to get involved for a little bit at the high school that I went to. um, And then I did like a lot of volunteer work. And I don't know, I just think I just think it's really important, especially if you grow up in an area and you stay there to try to find a way to like better things and to give back. So um, I would say from that standpoint, you know, going to school so close to home was a really great experience for me. Um, Yeah. I don't know that the community at NC State is really great. So,
0: yeah, I totally agree. I, one of the things I find fascinating about NC State, and maybe this is more common now, I went to college a long time ago. I just had a realization (laughs) Yesterday or the day before, that this year is my 25th reunion from college. Like I, nice. it, do, it seems like yesterday. I can't believe I've been out of college for 25 years. Which got even worse when I realized <laughs> that next year will be my 30th from high school. Nice. So I digress on that. However, <laughs> um, NC State has a entrepreneurial program? Like I didn't even know those existed until a few years ago. I'm I'm guessing they're probably more common now, but were you part of that program or what did you study when you were at school?
1: So that's a great question. So when I was an undergrad, I did communication, which at at least at the time that I was there, they weren't super closely connected with the business school. Mm -hmm. Although I do think that that's a huge opportunity because everybody uses communication. I I mean, it's just so important. Um, but some well, of us
0: not very well, but right.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that every, every adult should be required to take a communication seminar like every year. <laughs> Agreed.
0: Agreed. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, but like, so, so when I got to grad school, that kind of opened uh, the doors to kind of the entrepreneurship community at NC State. So um, there's one program called the Entrepreneurship Clinic, which is absolutely amazing. and it's really where students are paired up with different um, different local startups and they're able to kind of get mm. back with their skills. And I think that's just such a great a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in grad school, I did the I did a marketing concentration, but I also did technology entrepreneurship and commercialization, which is kind of like the tech spin on entrepreneurship. So um, really with that long story short is we would, work with different technologists from different schools, select a technology, and then find different ways to kind of validate its use in the market and commercialize it and potentially turn it into a business opportunity. So
0: okay.
1: yeah, lots of stuff going on at NC State. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so we didn't even really talk, touch on this yet, but you own your own business now. Did you, was that always a plan or how did you see that playing out as you were growing up and going to state and and- all the things. How did how did owning your own business come into play or when did that come into play?
1: So I first thought about starting a business when I was an undergrad. And that was just because I had started to kind of get exposure with video. And the the way that I started with video is I started a YouTube channel. So yeah. kind of like the classic millennial like story. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but, well, uh, not even just millennial. Well, actually, right? probably is. But I don't even know what category my daughter fits in now. But she's seven years old, and she walks around with a pretend phone, pretending yes. to shoot YouTube channel or YouTube videos all the time. It's hysterical.
1: It's honestly, and she's probably gonna do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's really cool because sure, like you're working on creating content for a YouTube channel, but it really grows your skills in so many other ways. And so for me, it was you know editing the, these videos. Um, of getting comfortable on camera that was a big thing i still have like all of my original videos and i don't even know some of them what was the original focus (laughs) um so it was a beauty youtube channel so i did like makeup tutorials product reviews um I ended up getting in touch with uh, this one company who would send me things to review. So it was really cool. It was it was a really fun thing to do.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) those are the ones my my kids watch the toy version of that. They love watching the ones with other kids playing with toys. It's the craziest thing in the world to me that they just would they like to play. Don't get me wrong, but they would be just as happy watching other kids play on YouTube.
1: Yeah. It's honestly, what's interesting about that is how, how like entertaining it is to watch other people like do product demos or just yeah. do demonstrations. Like it's, it's like a very interesting, like human psychological thing, I think. Um, but yeah. people just love that type of content. So. Well,
0: we're, we're all interested in watching people do anything. Right. Really, you <laughs> know, We're just interested in people, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool, honestly, just to think about. And, um, I got a lot of experience, you know, with creating these videos, um, you know, working with lighting, that was a big deal. Cause it's like, when I first started out, I didn't have like any actual lights. I just relied on sunlight. Um, mm-hmm. but then like, once you start doing videos, you're like, well, the lighting isn't consistent and then you have to like plan it out just like all of these intricacies that are involved with video. And then, um, I remember there was one class where I had to create a video and I was like, Hmm. This was like, I want to say it was like 2012, around 2012. I was like, it might be kind of interesting to do this for companies. But at that point, I just, I don't think I really had the confidence or the experience to really start a business for whatever reason. I just didn't. So got out of college, uh, worked for a few years, and eventually I started my business because I was like, I might as well just do it. Like, this has been on my mind for a while now. Um, So, yeah. And it's been a really fun process of, working with clients in different industries and kind of figuring out like, what are my favorite types of businesses to work with? Um, And just the lessons learned that, that go along with starting a business. But it's crazy to look back and think it all started with YouTube. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Isn't that how most good stories start? (laughs) It all started with a YouTube video.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) That's really funny.
0: (laughs) I am just making, I want to plug these in. Can you hear me? Okay. Perfect. That's way better. All right, there we go. Um, I think you and I share a a common um, affinity for a certain public entrepreneur. Who's your maybe not who's your favorite, but you've got a thing for Gary Vee, right? In a in a way that you you you, re, you read his stuff, you follow Gary Vee. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I like Gary V. I like Gary V. Because as much success as he has had, he just seems very humble still. And just like very, he just gives you like real advice. And I really, yeah. I really like that. I really definitely appreciate that. Um, I'm trying to think who else I follow. There's been like various influencers and entrepreneurs that I've kind of like follow. And then like, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know um, throughout the years, but Gary Vee has remained a constant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I just like him you know he yeah. just shoots it straight yeah you know, I just like that and he he's he's a little bit intense at times but oh, yeah. I, I like his message you know and I think he also is he's about being a good person
1: yes that's so you know? important yeah it's so like that's what we need I think that's a great example like even though you know he he uses a lot of profanity I still feel like his his overall message is a really great example and is, he's really a good role model I think for a lot of people coming up in the entrepreneurship space. Totally agree. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get back to talking about you. Sorry. (laughs) got a little bit off track. Um. So we know you're super smart and you own your own business. What, what, what other stuff do you like to do? Do you, when you're not working, what, what's fun to you? What do you like to do around Raleigh?
1: That is a great question. So I love spending time outdoors. I love, like, I just, I love it. So I grew up camping and- Yeah. And it's just one of those things where I look back and really just some of my best childhood memories were camping. So, um, Lake Jordan Falls Lake, those are two, um, local to Raleigh and then, you know, the different beaches. So I want to say we, um, we camped at Emerald Isle. Um, we went down to Myrtle beach like a little bit. Um, and then I did mention, so my family's originally from Virginia beach. So we would do a lot of camping in Virginia beach, um, I just love spending time outdoors. I'm obsessed with it. Actually, just got a paddle board, and I'm so excited. I'm so oh, excited. Oh, nice.
0: I like that. <laughs> where Where do you go paddleboarding around here? Where's Where's your favorite spot to go locally?
1: So I have not used my paddle board yet, okay. but my plan is to go to Jordan Lake.
0: Yes. Yeah. Good spot. So,
1: yeah. I'm honestly I'm so happy that the weather is finally turning and getting warm. Can take my paddle board out. I love to go kayaking. So, uh, prior to COVID, I would rent kayaks at um Lake Johnson.
0: Yeah, that's where I was thinking cuz we used to spend a lot of time over there.
1: Yes, I honestly love that area and um like during the summer I would get up really early and go running there every morning, which is just so nice, especially Yeah, with- that
0: that loop around there? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah it was unfortunate that the um the kayak rentals did stop so then I was like man that's why I got my own paddleboard because I was like I need something
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. man have I haven't been over there in years <laughs> not yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um let me let me see here so what about so paddleboarding paddleboarding yep I haven't done that yet kayaking I'm on for that I get it Lake Johnson love that spot um Where's your favorite place to go for lunch or say a quick snack around Raleigh? What do you, any places you pop into? Any place that's like your favorite cheers kind of vibe where where they're like, Morgan.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, well, okay. I will say like I've been to um, Global Village Coffee a lot throughout the years. Like I've spent so much money on coffee there. It's not even funny.
0: Um, Is is that right on Hillsborough?
1: Yes. And then another place of that I love I'm obsessed with it is lucky tree and they I have that place that's also on Hillsborough street and they uh, have a great oh my gosh a great gold tea latte the best the absolute best I'm telling you
0: all right all <laughs> right hey take note everybody you gotta go check it out what was the name of the place again
1: uh lucky tree lucky tree yes I love okay. it they have a lot of um local art from artists and it's just a really cool place um, and then there's under- so many
0: options right there in Hillsborough, but go ahead. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Another place that I've been, uh, frequenting a lot lately is Raleigh raw, best poke, best poke bowls. Like I'm a, I'm kind of like a poke connoisseur in my yeah. Opinion. Like I love, <laughs> I love to kind of like go around and try to find the best ones. But in my opinion, like Raleigh raw has the best poke bowl. So good.
0: Shout out to Raleigh raw. You are the second guest in a row that has given them lots of love. So that's that awesome. is, uh, that is good to hear that. That's one of my favorite places in town. Um, my buddy Sharif is the owner there, spend a lot of time there. And, um, just, uh, I've got a, a close network of friends that all, like, if I can pop in there any time of day, I'm it's very likely I'm going to bump into one of them there as well. So I love that place.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and like the value you get for like what you pay in terms of how much you get in the poke bowl, like it's unmatched. It's just yeah. so good every single time.
0: (laughs) You know, I love it. I mean, their, their stuff is amazing, no doubt, but I also, I just love the community, not just love the community, but I love the community. I love places that can create that, that vibe, that special place, that special feeling rather that when you go there, you just automatically feel part of something, feel more than just a a customer someplace and and raw has that. They can do that there.
1: Absolutely. I agree. I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh cool. Um, all right. So do you get out to Wendell much anymore?
1: So I haven't been in a little bit. Um, I should okay. probably get out there soon. Um, but I, I go here and there. I go here yeah. and there. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't <laughs> like think we have any poke out here yet, but we've got some other cool things happening. Right? That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your business a little bit more. I want to talk in, talk about that. So who are your um to ideal customers, ideal clients, who do you typically work with? you know um, what can we do to help give you a little bit of publicity right here? Like who are you looking to connect with in Raleigh?
1: Absolutely, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Um, so one of my big focus areas, especially this year has been startups. So love I love number one, I love working with small businesses and startups because I just love the story. you yeah. know and just love learning about people's passions and kind of their journey and why they decided to start their business. It's just very inspiring. And just that positive energy is, um, it's really just magnetic and it's contagious, honestly. So I just love that. So um, startups are really a big focus and really just small businesses in general. Those are kind of my two areas that I love to focus on. Um, I am more of a B2B video company. So I don't do um, a lot of like weddings and, and that type of thing. Um, because business is my passion. So really just looking to connect with other businesses who, who are looking for a way to communicate online, because that's just such an important thing right now. Um, and then outside of actually creating that video content, I love to teach. Like I love teaching businesses how to leverage video, like how to do video the right way, you know, what planning is involved. So I love doing workshops and really just educating business owners around that, because I think it's so important.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. Why do
0: you think, I mean, Raleigh seems to be a great place for startups and entrepreneurs. And I know NC State has a, a big role in that. And I've had a couple conversations with people lately about their feelings on why they think this is such a entrepreneurial, you know, hotbed vibe. It's just people <laughs> are drawn here that want to start businesses. What are, what's your take on that? Why do you think so many people are starting businesses around here? Do they come here to start businesses? Does it, does it just happen because they're here? What are your thoughts?
1: So I think that people come here to start businesses. Um, But I also think that, you know, for the people who've been here for a little bit, they kind of just fall into it. And I think maybe it has something to do with the culture, because I would say that this community, and I was talking to a friend about this the other day, I think the community does a great job of supporting local. Like, I see everything local everywhere. And I think it's awesome. And I would also say that in terms of startups. I think the fact that there's so many universities in this area is really just such a great thing. I think that this area, the triangle has been called um, like the Silicon Valley of the East coast, because there's just, there's so many amazing schools that are willing to put in the resources. And also these schools work together too. Um, They team up, they partner really well together and they put in the resources to be able to support Um, local startups. So I feel like a lot of that has just snowballed and it's just a combination of having those resources, uh, people moving to the area to start businesses. And then a lot of people who are already here, you know, they kind of catch that, um, that excitement and they want to start businesses too. So I think it's awesome. It's, it's honestly really exciting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a combination of all that. I think you're right. Yeah. And I love that about this area too. I, you know, Uh I've, I've been in some form of business for myself for a long long time and not sure i ever really planned it but it just kind of happened that way and i'm so glad it's happening that way here in this area because i'm just i'm in love with what's happening in the triangle you know what a fantastic place to live we're consistently the top place for this for that you know raise a family start a business healthy outdoor lifestyle like it's literally everything um and I think that's part of the reason, or it's all, it's the reason why so many people are moving here every single day. I mean, 60, 70 people, families a day moving here. Um, any plans for you to go anywhere? You think you're going to stay here forever <laughs> you're putting well, you on the spot? Now you got to commit right now. If you say you're staying, you can't ever move. That's, that's how this podcast thing works. <laughs>
1: I, mean, I don't think I'm going to move. Um, you know, I've considered it in the past, but kind of like what you said, like this area has so much to offer. And and that's the thing is like, kind of just comparing it to other places, even other cities in the South. Like, I just think that Raleigh has so much to offer in terms of cost of living, that lifestyle, like you said, there's good schools around here. You know, the economy seems to be doing pretty well. Um, And also too, as somebody who's really just grown up here, I feel like maybe when I was younger, I kind of took all of this for granted because yeah. it's so amazing. Um, and I just didn't realize it because I had always been here. So it's really cool to hear people like you talk about it and talk about how great it is. Um, so yeah, I just think it's awesome. So as of right now, I don't have any plans to move.
0: <laughs> you don't, you don't mind that all of us outsiders are coming in and, and, and claiming it as our own as well. Now, I, I don't I don't know at what point you actually become a local, but 14 years, I've got to be coming close to that point. I don't know when it's happening, but I got to be close.
1: I think, I think you're definitely local. And also too, I think it's awesome though, when people move here and then, you know, they do these things that you're doing to really bring awareness to the area and really give back to the area. Like that's the stuff I love to see as somebody that grew up here is people coming here and really like adding value and making things even better and helping local business owners. Like, ah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very passionate about, especially these small businesses so I think that anything that we can do to really help out is just so great. So I really yeah, appreciate what you're doing. I think it's awesome.
0: Hey, the pleasure of mine. Thanks for thanks for saying that. But I love it. You know, I grew up in a pretty small town in in northern New York. And I I, I think about it all the time. I'm nostalgic for it all the time. I wish it could have been a place where I, I lived for the rest of my life and raised a family, but it wasn't. I knew at an age probably 20, 21, 22 years old. I had to get out of there if I was going to quote unquote achieve mm-hmm. a- any of the dreams that I had in place. I didn't even really know what those dreams were, but I knew that wasn't the space for me. And that was hard for me to leave. It was hard because I was a mama's boy. I was a homebody. I went to college. I did go outside of my town, but it was pretty close. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, it was an hour and a half, two hours away. I think it was, um, but it was a hard, hard thing to leave. And so I'm actually inspired by, and, and, and envious of those like yourself that grew up in an area and and didn't want to just race out of there that wanted to stay and wanted to contribute so i love hearing those stories
1: well that's that's really great to hear and i definitely appreciate that but i also think it takes i mean it takes a lot of courage i think to leave where you grew up so you know hearing these types of stories like you just shared i mean i think it takes a lot of courage and i haven't done that so you know, I don't know what that struggle is like to have to, to leave somewhere that you grew up. So yeah, it can go both ways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I guess that's true. It was, yeah. that was, uh, that, that was tough, but I just had, to, I just knew that if I didn't go, I knew what the next 50, 60 years of my life looked like. And, yeah. and not that there was anything wrong with it. It just wasn't what my vision was. Right. And so, so I had to go and that's actually how I moved here. I, um, you know, I, I left New York and I lived in Colorado for eight years. I moved out there with two of my really best friends from high school. We just packed up a car and we didn't know where we were going. We put everything we could fit into my car. And this was in 1997. And we just drove and we ended up in uh, Vail, Colorado said, this looks cool. And we decided to stay there. And we lived out of a one, one small little hotel room for two weeks until we found an apartment, until we found jobs, worked our way through the winter and just kind of skied and had fun and when the, when the spring came, they went back to grad school to get master's degrees. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay out here and keep looking, finding myself.
1: And that was (laughs) eight
0: years. And uh, then I moved to Baltimore and I moved to Baltimore with four or five friends, did it all over again for two years. And then I knew that I had to go somewhere else. And I knew I didn't know where it was, but I had an op, I had an opportunity to move to either Raleigh or I think it was Columbus, Ohio. I can't remember exactly. It was somewhere in Ohio because the, the, the hospitality group I was working with, we were opening new locations. And it was basically presented to me, you can go to Raleigh, or you can go to, let's say, Columbus. And there was no way I was going to Ohio, nothing against Ohio, anybody from Ohio moving to Ohio, nothing against it. But I was getting out of the snow. I'm like, I'm, I grew up in basically Canada, my whole, you know, childhood, I'm ready for something else. And so when I came here, there was a friend of mine from high school, who was a couple of years behind me, who lived in the area who I hadn't seen in Forever, but other than that, um, just me and my dog. And we came here in nineteen no wait two thousand okay. and seven, uh, and yeah, and the rest is you know history, as they say. Met my wife here. I've got two kids. Live out in Wendell. I like to yeah. call it Wendell, even though everybody hates that. Every- but uh,
1: <laughs> so funny, so, yeah. It's, so many people call it Wendell. <laughs> it's, so I, it's
0: well. <laughs> do you know? Do you know where your your hometown's name came from?
1: Um, it was a public figure, right?
0: Yeah. Do you know okay. his name?
1: Uh, Wendell? Wendell?
0: Mm-mm. Yep. <laughs> Oliver Wendell Holmes. <laughs> Not Oliver Wendell Holmes. Nobody uh, called him that. <laughs>
1: that is honestly, it's hilarious. It must be like just the Southern thing of just drawing out the name a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Yes, you are correct. But do you know, I know this story too, because when I moved out here, I feel like I had to like learn the history. So there's a train that goes through the downtown. And hundred years ago, whenever (laughs) probably more recently than that but uh when the train would come by and stop the I don't know if it's the conductor or the person who yells this out but they would yell Wendell oh and that's where they got it and because it didn't sound as good yelling Wendell yeah I guess
1: I had no idea
0: you or somebody can fact check that but I'm pretty certain I'm correct and if I'm wrong I'll I'll give you a nickel but I I think I'm right (laughs)
1: That is crazy. Okay, I'm definitely going to do some research on that and I should probably know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Honestly, I should probably know. <laughs> it's a it's all good. Who knows anymore? <laughs> you know, people make up things for whatever. I heard that story sounded good to me and now I'm telling the whole world about it or at right? least everybody listening to this podcast right now, which is almost the whole world, you know. Our numbers are growing.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you so you've moved around. So would you say that um Raleigh or Wendell has been your um (laughs) has been your favorite place to live so far oh
0: that's a hard one to put me on the spot on this podcast that's all about Raleigh I will tell you I I am so happy I live here I'm not moving anywhere yeah but I have dreams at least once a week about Colorado
1: I was okay I was gonna say I've heard great things about Colorado it's
0: amazing it really is it's amazing maybe one day there'll be a connect Colorado podcast, but I doubt it. (laughs) I'm really in love with here. You know, my kids are, are born here, growing up here. We have businesses here. We love it. Um, but yeah, at least once a week, I have a dream about Colorado. It's just, it's a beautiful place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've, like I said, I've heard amazing things, um, about Colorado. I haven't been yet, but yeah, I've heard great things from pretty much everyone that's ever been there. So
0: it's a good place. Yeah. You'll have to check it out. Add, yes. add it to your list of places to travel. Right. Um, so, you know, we, we talked about a couple of your favorite places here locally. Yeah. Um, any other super secret Morgan favorite places that you're totally going to ruin by telling the podcast world about where you like to hang out that uh, they're now going to go to, but you owe it to that small business to give them some love right now?
1: <laughs> Let's see. So um, I'm going to cover a couple of different places some of these are businesses. Some are just like nice places outdoors. Um, so one of them is, and this might be super common, but I'm just going to share it. Cause I love it. Um, the Rose Garden off of Hillsborough street. Great Good place. One. It's so pretty. Okay,
0: not, com- not super common. I haven't heard that from really? any of my guests yet. So great one.
1: So really like, um, the Rose Garden. And then another one is, um, I think it's Sola, Sola coffee. Yep love oh, love their coffee um, love their food honestly um, Sir Walter coffee as well really good breakfast um, recently had avocado toast there and it was so good so so nice. good nice.
0: Um,
1: yeah I'm trying to think where else um, hmm I know there's a I, I swear I, I do go and I, I do go to places
0: <laughs>
1: um, let me there sure
0: you do yeah
1: yeah. Um, so another place. Oh, um, I I don't ever know if I'm pronouncing it right. So it's, but city in downtown Raleigh.
0: Correct. So I'm probably going to mispronounce as well, but my understanding of it is is it's Sithi. is my understanding.
1: Okay. Okay. But
0: I say city because it's, it's Lebanese, I believe. And I'm not quite certain, but amazing food.
1: Yes. So good. So good. And then another place definitely want to shout them out is, um, Sosta.
0: Sosta. Mm, I think it's
1: Sosta or Sostas. Sosa. Yeah. Their food is amazing.
0: I haven't been there in a long time, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, good. These are good places that people haven't mentioned before.
1: Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't know, like if, if these have been mentioned before or how common, um, some of these places are, but yeah, those are just some of my favorites. I'm trying to think where else, um, I had some really good beet hummus at Y Hill.
0: <laughs> Where's that?
1: Um, so Y Hill, that's um, yeah, it's Why Hill. It's it's like near the Boylan Bridge.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it's had a couple name changes over okay. the years, and I've haven't been out since you know, I had kids seven years ago. So <laughs> I need to start going a few more places, apparently. But yes, that's- I know exactly where it is. That's the one of the best views in the city. Oh right my goodness. There.
1: I'm yeah. obsessed. I think that is the best view ever. It's so gorgeous. Mm. Absolutely love it. Um, another place, of course, like super common, I'm sure, but Dorothea Dix Park. Yeah. Um. So I wife and kids
0: were just there. They just got back just a little while ago.
1: I love that park. Um. Actually, so I have a drone and I'm a licensed drone pilot and um. I love taking my drone out there. Like the most gorgeous sunrises. Amazing.
0: Yeah. I love that park too. It's yeah. been, we used to live over in that side of town. And since we moved, we haven't spent nearly as much time there as possible. They just went today to look at the flowers,
1: oh. the, uh, the tulips,
0: I believe. And, um, but it's been a while since I've been over there. So I'll have to, I'll have to get back over that side. I do love it. I miss that. Yeah.
1: And another, another place that I love to go. This is just a catch all list at this point.
0: Yeah. Good. <laughs> throw them, throw them out. I'm going to give them all props in the show notes so that everybody can get a little bit of love and try out some of these places, but I want to hear why you think this place is unique. So bring it on.
1: So, um, so this is more of like a trail.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> kind of, well, it's the Noose River, Noose River Trail.
0: Yeah. I love yeah. to take
1: my bike over there. Like, okay. oh, it's so nice. Like the best bike ride ever, in my opinion. Um, so that's one. And then, oh, there's no place. oh, uh, Lin- Linwood Brewing Concern. Yep.
0: Yep. Linwood right Brewing over Brewing. there in the, uh, in that. Giant uh, loading dock, right?
1: Yes, yes. And I, I love Limwood Brewing Concern. The staff are just so amazing. Like they always remember you. Like whenever you go in, and they're just they're really great. So
0: that's your Cheers. That's yes, your cheers. you're yes. you're their norm. I don't know if you know Cheers. Do you know Cheers? I know I'm Cheers. So I know <laughs> Cheers. Right.
1: Yeah, I love they're... dating
0: myself. Whatever.
1: <laughs> no, it's all good. Their food is also amazing. So yeah, love their food. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I think that like once this podcast episode ends, I'm going to remember like 20 places <laughs> and probably just send you like a follow-up list and a Google doc. Cause I'm weird that like works.
0: that. <laughs> we, will have, we will have a repeat, uh, guest appearance where we only talk about your favorite places to eat. That's all awesome. we'll
1: do. Oh, that sounds great. Actually, let's see. So I have well, there's a list. My, I turned my phone off. So I, of course I can't look at my notes, but, um, but there is like a list of places that I kind of want to go. There's this one place, which I'm sure everyone knows bench warmers bagels. I haven't been there oh, yet. Good. And I'm, I'm like really wanting to go. I love bagels.
0: <laughs>
1: love bagels. So,
0: <laughs> it, I, I don't, I, if I meet somebody that doesn't love bagels, I'm probably going to have a hard time becoming friends with them. I mean, right? how can you, how can you not love bagels?
1: Seriously, seriously honestly I love breakfast breakfast food is my absolute favorite food in the world like I never miss I haven't missed breakfast like I'm, I'm blessed enough to say I haven't missed breakfast probably like I don't know ever I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at that you are an overachiever aren't you <laughs> yeah.
1: most important meal of the day
0: <laughs> that's right not missing it I love that and I've loved this list of favorite places to go. I'm going to have super long show notes because I'm going to put them all in there. I'm going to recommend everybody go try them yes. and uh, I'm going to go try them myself. Um, where, can, where can our listeners connect with you? Like where are you online, social, all those sorts of things?
1: Yes, so I would love to connect with everyone. Um, let me figure out where to start. So on Instagram, my handle is MKG Media Co., so I post like all of my drone work there. So just kind of a fun place to, to connect. Um, on YouTube, I'm youtube.com slash Morgan So that's my YouTube channel, my blog. So my blog is different than my uh, video production website. And this is really where I post all kinds of content around digital marketing video, really all of the resources that uh, entrepreneurs would need to kind of embark on their digital marketing journey. So that's morgankg.com. And then I'm also on TikTok, just saying. Not uh,
0: just on TikTok, because in my research, I also oh. did see you have about 23,000 <laughs> followers on TikTok. So I, and I've seen some of the, the marketing content tutorials, if, yes. if, if you may. Um, that you've done and they're awesome. I mean, oh,
1: thank you. I, I really appreciate that. TikTok has, TikTok is a lot of fun and I've met some really, some really great people on TikTok. So from a networking perspective, I definitely recommend that platform. Yeah. Um, and my, unless, my
0: is- unless you have something to do that day.
1: Right. If you have something Seriously. to do that
0: day, stay off of TikTok because you're going to fall into a black hole and you're going to be gone for about an hour at least.
1: No kidding. honestly. Maybe
0: that's just my experience, but sorry to cut you off.
1: No, it's, it's seriously so addicting. And the crazy thing about TikTok though, is that the more of like a certain niche of content that you like, the more of that type of content you'll be served. So Mm -hmm. it just, I think it's really interesting that that's kind of how your experience on TikTok is curated. Um, So yeah. And then my handle is MKG. I think it's at MKG marketing. I think that's what it is. Um, well, I,
0: I'm going to put them all in the show notes anyway, so no problem if you make any mistakes. I just want <laughs> to know where they can find you Thank you. Um, that you're on those places. Absolutely. And I've just, I've really enjoyed our conversation and it's been nice to introduce you to, to our community and vice versa. And, yes. um, and I, and I look forward to future conversations.
1: Same. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. And I have really, really enjoyed our conversation. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, thank you. I've enjoyed it too. So we'll do it again sometime. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. I appreciate each and every single one of you for being here. Please click the subscribe button to be the first to know when new episodes drop. And I really encourage you to rate and review the Connect Rally podcast on whichever platform you're listening on today so that we can continue to improve and bring you great content on future episodes. Join us in growing your own network at Connect Raleigh on LinkedIn or connect with me personally on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chuck Belden. Until next time, I hope this episode inspired you in some way or if nothing else, connected you on a deeper level to the people and places of Raleigh, North Carolina. Thanks for being here. That's a wrap.